Welcome to Destroying Your Number One Excuse, Life Gets in the Way. Chaplain Morero, also known as Victor here. My co-host, Sarah, is uh, currently in the States away. She should be joining us uh, for our next one. We're currently going through a series called Overcoming Challenges. Each week, uh, we have a different theme, and we've been working through uh, overcoming challenges in leadership, overcoming challenges, and when we're working with family life balance. And today, we have uh, Sergeant Reyes, and we're going to be talking about overcoming challenges and working through failure. So yeah, welcome, Sergeant Reyes. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me, sir. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm excited. And so a lot of you guys, if you don't know Sergeant Reyes, every time you just go into his office or anywhere else, like he always kind of boosts the day and like with big old smile <laughs> and everything. Um, but yeah, Sergeant Reyes, why don't, why don't we let the listeners know like, hey, what is what, what job you do and uh, your experience in the military? Okay. Yeah. Um, so right now I am a 21 SOS. I am the uh, communications flight chief and we support the communications air to ground, um, air to air for the, um, for the 21 SOS team. Um, it's actually a very exciting job. It's a great opportunity where we get to work within the squadron um, side by side with the the pilots, um, the air crew and everything. Um, and it's just an experience that you don't get anywhere as calm because we're usually in a support squadron. So um, being there is absolutely fantastic experience for me and my team um, and love to be there. Um, military experience. I'm in my 19th year. I'm married. I have a couple of boys and we have traveled. This is our seventh duty station. Wow. Yeah. And I'll probably be retiring after this one um, and starting the next phase of my career. So um, I've done uh, communications for most of my career and uh, I dabbled a little bit in recruiting as well. OK, nice. Yeah. What's been your like favorite assignment that you've done? Ooh. You can um, say job and even location or both. Yeah, I, I would actually say, uh, to be honest with you, this assignment is Definitely my best assignment yet. And and the reason because of that is I am in Japan. Fantastic. Love this country. It's um, the so many things to do. We just went to Mount Fuji this past weekend. Um, it was just fantastic. Uh, the Cherry Blossom Festival just happened and we're about to have the Friendship Festival. Um, and then just for the same, uh, as I said earlier, this is a, a dream job when you're Speaking of communications, no one in the the Air Force gets this type of, um, you know, uh, experience to to work this closely with the air crew. We're normally, once again, separated. We never get to see the air crew, who they are. We just fire up the radios and we just know they use them when you're part of different squadrons. But here where we see them every day. So when we do mess up, they can let us know that as well, too. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And then not just mess up, but I know I I bumped into um, some of you guys the other day and they were messing with like the. Um, okay, I'm, this is my ignorance of what you guys do, but it looked like they were messing with the satellite, getting connected to the actual satellite in space. And I was like, yeah, and they were trying to tell me a little bit of it and they're trying to dumb it down for me. Um, and then they kicked back and like, it's just a trial and error. We just, we'll move it around. If we get it working, um, great. If we don't, then we just keep messing with it. And it says sometimes it could take five minutes or it can take a couple hours to get that all aligned with the satellite. Um, is that a common, like, how do you guys in your job, um, work through those, those, uh, I guess you could say trial and error processes. 
Um, yeah, that's a that's a great observation. And actually, you had it right there. So they have the antenna on, on the ground. Um, they're pointing it at the the satellite or the bird, as as we call it. But um, my guys are probably going to roast me after this too. They're going to be like, "Sorry, Ray, we know that you do all the paperwork, and we're the guys yeah, doing yeah. it." But um, I'll try to explain the best what they do. Um, but uh, so they really they they have the the azimuth and elevation, and yeah. um, they they point it in the direction of where they think the satellite is. And then we have a little uh, reader on the actual antenna that tells us what our signal strength is. So if it's um, too low, then they can kind of move it either left or right or up or down um, and get a better signal strength and increase it. But right. It's all trial and error. They kind of just point it and then they start just tweaking it. Little minor adjustments here and there. Do you see them get frustrated when they're trying to, I guess, go through that? Um, I, I think, just like anybody, there's going to be times where though the guys uh, may get frustrated with it. But um, overall, I, I, I say the team is really good about managing their emotions through it. And so mm-hmm. when things aren't going well, they'll stop and just kind of look at around what's going on um, and reevaluate. Maybe they miss a step, missed a process. And a lot of times that's that's what it is. Or um, I think. One of the times I was pointing it at the wrong satellite and um, because I'm a master sergeant, they mm-hmm. just trusted me. Right. And like, yeah, oh, he yeah. knows what he's doing. Um, here I am trying to probably get ESPN or something. Yeah. And they're, uh, <laughs> you know, um, you know, they're like, you wrong, wrong satellites aren't right. So they, they help guide me. And, and yeah, they, they babysit me pretty yeah. much. So I, yeah. I like what you said right there. You said you're talking about like trust the process or or you backtrack and look at the past steps that maybe there was a step that was missed. Um, I had a uh, pilot friend when I was deployed. Same thing. I, I was like, hey, what happened when you're you're up in the air? Because all I think of is if the, there's some failure while I'm in the air, I'm going to probably go on panic, panic mode. and like, we're about to crash land. And he's like, no, no, you just take a deep breath. Like you just said, he's just like, take a deep breath. And we we go through and we have either there we have manuals and we just go through. Hey, what is the issue? And they start going through and they start trusting their training. They trust the process. And then they're able to backtrack and get everything back up and running. But the key part is trying to keep a cool mind. Because yes. where people do happen uh, to run into is ha- start panic, the panic mode. Yes. Yeah. And that's when a lot the mistakes or failure becomes worse there when they start panicking. Um, but that, no, that was good stuff what you just said. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I agree 100%. Absolutely. Keeping the A cool level head um, and trying to manage your emotions through it, it, it will definitely help. Yeah. And then with our theme today, the working working through failure, and that's just kind of tying it with the work and stuff. Say in your almost 20 year career, your marriage, your family, um, and, I, and I know any normal person is going to say that they probably made a ton of mistakes. Uh, that's just the part of life. Um, what has helped you? work through maybe some failures or you can even give some examples of some failures or mistakes that you can think of in your life and you kind of work through that. Yeah. Um, so I've definitely in, and I have failed a lot in, in life. And so that's why when we were talking about what topic we would talk about for this podcast, um, we, we were like, hey, it's perfect. It's our raise. Let's talk about failure because that's a subject I know a lot about. Right. That's what we both talked about. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I, I would say one of my my biggest failures in the military have been on for my job aspect was leadership. So mm-hmm. leadership is, is huge, is very difficult. And, you know, any especially young staff sergeant would tell you that just put it on 
Um, and even senior NCOs, chiefs and, and officers, you know, it's um, leadership is and leading people is different. Like for mm-hmm. if you're when you're working and, and you're an airman or you're a young CGO and you're doing something um, yourself and you're trying to you motivate yourself, you're in control exactly what you do. But in order to motivate others or to get them to not just accomplish the mission, not just tell them, like, hey, get this done, but to motivate them yeah, to, yeah. to do it. Um, is extremely tough. So um, when I was a tech sergeant and uh, flight chief in recruiting, I actually had a uh, about, I think, five recruiters. And, you know, we had to make goal every month. And I remember just telling the guys like, hey, it's easy. This is all you have to do is X, Y, Z and do this and do that. Um, And it was huge micromanaging because I was scared of failure. You know, and so I had a good chief that noticed that and um, basically pulled me aside um, and just, you know, let me know about, hey, his leadership philosophy and what he sees um, and how I should improve and things like that. So it's been helpful. And one of the books that he recommended to me was uh, Lincoln on Leadership. um, And it's a great book, you know, um, on that. But uh, yeah, uh, leadership is, is not just, um, hey, uh, go get this done. Go get yeah, this. You yeah. know, you have to make sure you take care of your people. And I know that's it's easy to say. But when I mean that is like learn about them, find out about them, who they are, um, where they're from, what's going on in their everyday day to day life. That's how you're going to earn their respect and trust. Um, and that's how you're going to be able to to lead your team. No, that's good. And on that. even for, um, yeah, as you're as someone that was leading you, they were to recognize that, that you were afraid of failure and which that's the majority of people. We are afraid to fail. And that's why when we do fail, it's a, our quick reaction is to quit or whatever it is. Um, I even was reading a statistic the other day that I think for every um, business that is established, they probably failed or that business owner failed four to five times before they actually were able to get their business off the ground. Yes. And, and I'm like, imagine the big companies that we have now. I mean, even think about Apple and and think about um, Tesla and all these people that have went through a ton of failure, trial and error, and they're just kept just being persistent. And I think that's where I've seen people when they are working through failure those that are successful in the end and where we are very envious of the career they're in or we're envious of what they the talents they have, but we don't understand the the pain and struggle they have in order for them to get to that place of of success, that all the failures, all the mistakes that they had to go through. Um, but I think the, the true part is being persistent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see, yeah, and I know I mean, talking to you, you are you are very persistent. I, I think you have that that very strong mindset to to kind of work through all the, all the, the negative stuff to fight, to fight that negative thought process and get that out and try to try to shift and even have that positive mindset, even Mm -hmm. when there's mistakes or failures that come, come your way. And that's where, yeah, every time I talk to you, I've always seen that that you kind of push out that side. Yeah. Uh Is that a, is that a struggle to do then to kind of your thoughts, like to make sure to push the negative side out and allow just positive thinking? Ooh, um, that, I don't know how you you kind of knew that piece of me, but uh, <laughs> so um, that's a big um, uh, thing that I've actually just recently uh, started to get better at. So in 2020 was a rough year for 
I mean, a lot of every, everybody, right, with yeah. um, COVID and, and things like that, um, you know, and, and I was no different. Um, so I, I found just meditation and that's what helps me being bring perspective. So I try to meditate every day. But um, and, and it's we're talking about failure, but failure with that is just the perspective that you look at it from and the lens that you look at it from. So if when you fail um, and you have a you know negative and you're looking at all the negatives, negatives and yeah. this and that then it, you can easily dwell on it. But if you say, hey, this is okay, this failed, but how can we make this better type of perspective? And yeah. now here's, you can look at it from a perspective of like learning, like this is the fun part. Let's figure out how to get better um, and then push yourself through the perseverance on it. Um, I think that's what keeps me motivated and, yeah, and yeah. not necessarily happy about failing, but keeping a positive aspect on it. Just knowing like, hey, um, yeah, this is uh you know, failure, but it's just the path to success, you yeah. know? So it's not, it's not the end all be all. It's not going to beat me down. Um, and it's not going to, um, determine who I am as an individual or what my team has done or anything. So we're just going to, yeah, just keep going. No, that's good. And I think to, to recognize, because I think sometimes people don't recognize that they are, they failed at something. They just kind of kept, keep going through or just kind of stomp over it and move on. Um, and I think whenever say a project or even say my home, I, I, I failed a lot as a parent. Um, and I think what makes a lot of wins for my girls is that when I pull them to, Hey girls, I messed up and I kind of set my ego aside mm -hmm. and I'm like, Hey, I'm still, I'm learning through this uh, process of being a father. And, and I know you guys are learning to be like, I mean, kind of going through life. And I mean, this is part of life is identifying those failures and learning from that. And kind of putting a lot of my pride aside and tell the girls that, hey, I made a mistake and I, I got upset for something that I didn't know the, the whole story from. And that, that's just something that happened this, this past week, too. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where a lot of us have to kind of put our pride aside. Yes. And we look at whatever whatever failures that we went through and say, hey, what can we learn? Positive part of learning, because what did work from there uh, or what's some stuff that I can take away and become a better version of myself mm -hmm. um and I, I think that's yeah that's key to what you're saying right there is is looking at the positive not the negative because the negative is it's easy to just sit on that and soak on that and then later on you end up yeah probably quitting because you're just so overwhelmed with negative thoughts absolutely. rather than look at the positive yes yep you hit it right there on yeah. the head yeah absolutely no, that's good um there's a book by john maxwell you, the book that you were mentioning right now learning uh you said uh, lincoln uh, lincoln on leadership is a, is a great leadership book if you're um if you haven't read it yet and any stage of your career even if you're not in the military if you're you know in high school even or whatever you have it it's a great book and good foundation to start building your leadership okay that's good yeah and then so with that one and then there's also uh failing forward by john maxwell or how to make the most of your mistakes. I, I did. I know I told you earlier, I have a long list of quotes, but I think just how the way the conversation, I think has been perfect uh, so far. And I know right before um, we started recording this podcast, I was uh, talking to Sergeant Ray is like where I get very frustrated with the military because when someone's just thriving at a, at a job or in a unit, um, that's right when the air force decides to move you. And Sergeant Ray, he, he said it so perfectly with that, because, I mean, the idea is that they want us to learn and learn from our mistakes or failures. And if we're in a place of uh, a comfortable place and we're comfortable and we're thriving in that place, it's time for us to move because they're 
at the place where we can get very comfortable in the success, but we're really, we're staying at a certain size rather than let's kind of move out of our little shell mm-hmm. and continue to grow through there. Um, and have you seen that being successful throughout your military career, like for the last 20 years of where you feel like you will, you're comfortable and you're upset when they move you, <laughs> but then you see the, Hey, the bigger picture of that move. Yeah, absolutely. So this is something just out there to the listeners, um, that I, I think is just fantastic about fantastic about the air force. Cause yeah, when, when you said it, you said, this is, I'm thriving at Nellis. Like, right. You yeah, said I'm yeah. doing great and I'm doing, making a lot of positive changes out here. And what would actually be best for the air force would possibly keep you there. Cause you've, you've done great and you're going to continue to do great and leaving everybody in their positions that are doing great. But the air force knows that's not what's best for the, for the member, for their mm-hmm. growth. So even though they're going to, you know, that position is going to start over again, we're going to yeah. train somebody up, um, what's best for your growth. And that's the air force just pushing and, and encouraging us to grow. Um, what I like so much about the air force is foundation and, and, you know, what we, how it helps us grow as members. But, um, I would say, yes, I was, <laughs> I was very comfortable in different, different positions. I was comfortable working in, um, at Shriver at space command before I became a recruiter. And I actually only became a recruiter because I was part of the NCO retraining program. So they said you had too many staff sergeants in the air force. You have to get out or pick a different career field. Mm-hmm. Um, so I chose a special duty, uh, but I actually, you know, get a little bit nervous around people, a little bit of an introvert, believe it or not. And so I didn't know if I could go out and speak in front of a crowd and things like that. And um, so that put me in an uncomfortable situation. But I learned that, hey, I'm OK with this. I, I can actually do this. Um, and I had fun doing it and interacting with people. So um, and and I did grow as an individual. And then once I got comfortable recruiting enlisted, they were like, oh, here, try the next step. Now you're going to go recruit health professionals and um, went and did that. So the and that was difficult knowing that um, I was working on my bachelor's degree at the time. And, and these people have been doctors and mm-hmm. had, you know, all this education and stuff like that. Just to be able to go and speak with them on on that level yeah. uh, was pretty intimidating, but I um, was able to do it. So. No, yeah. And I think it's all about about moving forward because I think if we're, we're comfortable. I, I'll tell you where I'm very comfortable is going home and sit down on my couch mm-hmm. and uh, literally doing nothing. And that's where a lot of our comfortability lies is us just sitting down, not moving forward. But when we are always being pushed to the limit and when we're failing um, is that that's when we are actually moving forward or we're going to places that of the unknown that we have no idea. But now we're able to learn how to grow in those areas um, is exactly where I think our life needs to be. Yep. Yeah. And um, so just last question. So if you get to. If we have someone right now stuck in failure, that they just failed either on a project, made a mistake. I mean, what advice would you give them to help them continue to move forward and move past um, their failure? If somebody has like recently failing on a project or even something in the past, uh, there's to me, there's three things when, when failure hits. Right. It doesn't absolutely make you a better just because you have failure doesn't make you a better person or it's going to make you successful it's just a path to success but you have to make a choice um the first thing you have to do is accept it that you're responsible for the failure um too often i think individuals will say oh well 
you know, I failed at this, but that's because my teammate did this or um, give you an easy one that, you know, maybe happens throughout the day. Oh, I was late coming back from lunch because the flight line, you know, they close it down. But we all know, right, that the yeah. flight line um, that it, it goes on every single day. But when we say that the failure is outside of our control, then it creates frustration and you're looking for something else to blame because it's hard to accept that you are the reason for this failure. So let's say, um, you know, you're late even for a lunch with a friend or something. Um, It's hard to say, hey, it was just it was me. I'm sorry. I'm late. Um, Say we're looking for, hey, you know, I'm sorry. My my kid hid my shoe or something, somebody to blame. So first off, foremost, I would tell that person to to look, um, reflect on that and then understand your part in it, even if it's not your whole entire failure. Um, and then once you do that, you can move on to to the after to the as David Goggin mentions, the after action report type mm-hmm. of thing. Right. Doing your research, figuring out what went wrong, but also what went right um, and then figure out how, how to get better yeah. um, at that. And then the third piece I would say to tie it all in is once you accepted the responsibility, figured out what you need to do better, um, then you can you have to have that resiliency to yeah. try it again. Yeah. You can't be afraid to um, fail and fail again. Um, but hopefully if you fail this time, you're failing at different things, not the same things because you did the research and yeah. you figured out what you needed to change. Um, but you you tweak those three things, but you got to have the resiliency to to bounce back and, and, and keep pushing in that positive attitude. Um, and that's what will help get you out of failure. And I would tell myself that all day, but the younger self of me, anything just because I, I know that that first one was tough. That mm-hmm. first one's tough, right? Yeah. To, yeah. to accept the failure and your part in it. But Anything in life, no matter what it is, no matter how small. Uh, one more book I'll drop, Extreme Ownership. I think that's a fantastic book, and it lets you look at whatever you whatever happens. Look at your piece. Not saying that everything that happens in life is your fault, but look at your piece on it and yeah. figure out what can get better. Oh, that's good. Now, good stuff right there. And then the books too. Um, whenever you're looking through, I, I will drop it into like the resource section. Uh, so all the books that Sergeant Reyes and myself uh, we recommended. You can go in there. You can see the the title and the author if you want to go and purchase it for your own uh, resource and growth. Um, and maybe we'll throw some other additional uh, resources uh, there. But yeah, thank you, Sergeant Reyes, for joining us uh, today. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah. And then what we're going to do, continue next week talking about bouncing back. We're going to have uh, Sergeant Millian down from uh, Okinawa. He's going to be up here. We're going to record uh, with him and we're going to be talking about the bouncing back mindset. Um, and then we're trying to find a spouse to bring in to. Um, and we're going to just try to incorporate a spouse, get into a spouse perspective, because I know a lot of times military members are one uh, sided or one minded, but we also have a uh, second person as our spouse that is watching our back at all times. And they can kind of bring the perspective of overcoming challenges, uh, maybe in a PCS season since we're going into PCS season right now. Um, so currently we're looking for a spouse. So just check out the the channel. Whenever we drop it, we'll, we'll go through where every Wednesday um, we have a new episode um, just kind of taking care of uh, ways that we can find to overcome challenges and destroying the number one excuse that life gets in the way. But thank you for listening and we'll join you guys next week. Thank you.